Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, your host, and the clinical microbiologist and the chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. For today's episode, we welcome Sean Mitchell from our product management team at Mayo Clinic Laboratories for a test and focus interview. Thank you for that introduction, Dr. Pritt. Today, we will be discussing staphylococcal testing at Mayo Clinic Laboratories. But before we get started, Dr. Schutz, could you please provide our listeners with a little bit about you and your background? Yes, thank you. So I am the Clinical Microbiology Co-Director of the Bacteriology Laboratory here at Mayo Clinic Rochester. I am a microbiologist and an infectious diseases pathologist. Excellent. Thank you for sharing your background with us. As we get started on this initiative, can you provide a brief overview and intended use of this testing? Sure. So this test is a molecular real-time PCR assay. And with this test, we identify two of the recently described Staphylococcus species. And these are Staphylococcus argenteus and Staphylococcus schweitzeri. So both of these are highly genetically related to Staphylococcus aureus and have been taxonomically placed within the Staphylococcus aureus complex. So these are all highly related to each other. So this PCR assay targets a particular gene called the NUCA and UCA gene. And differences within this particular gene can give us differences between these particular species. So the intended use for this assay is to run this assay on isolates that we've identified with perhaps some unclear identification as to which staph species they are. We run this assay on the bacterial colonies. We do not run them on direct patient specimens such as nasal swabs or other direct patient specimens. So notably, this assay actually does not distinguish staph argenteus and staph schweitzeri from each other, but they do distinguish these two from staph aureus. Thank you for that excellent overview. Now, could you describe for us which patients should have this testing and when should it be performed, including how this new testing improves upon previous testing approaches. The point at which this test may be ordered or thought about really depends on the laboratory clues. So some of those clues would be that your organism that you're working with may look like a staph species, but may not be identifying clearly on the assays. So it might be that the color's not quite right, as we know. The colors of Staphylococcus argenteus is more of a kind of argenteus or silver looking colony as compared to the usual uh, yellow of Staphylococcus aureus. So that could be one of the clues. Your MALDI, your mass spectrometry identification, which is the identification that many of us rely upon in the laboratory, may not be distinguishing Staph aureus from Staph argenteus in the readouts. So you might have a high reading of Staph argenteus or Staph schweitzeri in the readouts, and so you may be unsure. And in fact, 16S sequencing also does not differentiate amongst these. This test would be ordered then, the isolate would be sent to us, run through the 
IDENT, I-D-E-N-T, or bacterial identification orderable. We would then incorporate this PCR test that we have as part of the usual algorithmic workup that we do for Staphylococcus bacterial colonies. We would perform the MALDI. Likely, we would be getting an unclear reading on the MALDI, as uh, we've seen when isolates are sent to us. Then we would be running this PCR. So it, it is part of an algorithm. So I do want to note, though, that clinicians should not order this test on the nasal swab because, again, we cannot perform it on the nasal swab. So the SADRP or the Staph aureus PCR test is not the appropriate test to order in this case. Got it. Thanks for that clarification. By chance, are there other options on the market? And if so, what makes our testing different or unique? So I'm not aware of any others, but this is why this test is unique. It's unique because we can identify the particular species of Staph argentius and Staph schweitzeri by differentiating it from Staph aureus. So that is unique. As I've mentioned before, there are other methods available that don't adequately differentiate these from each other. Even some of the very advanced methods, like I mentioned the 16S sequencing before, the organisms are so similar to each other that we can't even use 16S to differentiate. Whole genome sequencing can, but short of whole genome sequencing, PCR is really, at this point, the only way to accurately and consistently distinguish these. I appreciate that explanation and the difference and the uniqueness of the new Staphylococcus PCR test. And as we conclude our interview, how are the test results from such PCR testing used in patient care? They can impact patient care at two important points. One is how laboratories are reporting it out. The other is also how laboratories are performing susceptibility testing on these. So this is really important. The first is part of reporting it out is very important for the clinicians. So we are recommending as our other organizations, such as CLSI and the European group that worked on staphylococci, reporting as the species, but putting Staph aureus complex in the report as well. Following Staph argentius with Staph aureus complex in parentheses or vice versa. And the reason this is important because the treating clinician may not recognize this newly described organism and may think of it as a Staph coag negative. Now, generally Staph coag negatives as opposed to Staph aureus are not as concerning clinically, and they may not take the result as seriously as they would a Staph aureus if they were to just see Staph argentius reported out or Staph schweitzeri reported out. So this is very important. The other side of this, equally important, is the susceptibility portion of this. We have different breakpoints, antimicrobial breakpoints and interpretive categories for Staph aureus versus coagulase negative Staph notably for oxacillin and vancomycin. So if a lab were to report out Staph argentius and not recognize it as a Staph aureus complex, they could apply the wrong breakpoints and lead to a misinterpretation of the breakpoints for the clinician. Clinician could end up with inappropriate or suboptimal treatment. Excellent. You did an awesome job trying to explain the uniquenesses, the differences, and the appropriate reasoning behind the results for patient care, patient follow-up. 
So I truly appreciate you taking time today to update us on this new Mayo Clinic Laboratories test offering. Thank you. We're always available to assist with result interpretations. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.